how do you combine business and friendship without risking or compromising one or the other. Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're talking about a pretty current and relevant topic for business ownership in an ever-changing landscape of what business ownership can be and can look like. If you had put those two phrases in front of me a little while ago, business and friendship, I would have just said, danger, danger, warning, warning, run as fast as you can in the opposite direction. It gets messy. It's not a good idea. Keep things personal, personal. Keep business things business. But that's not the way the world is working anymore because when we talk about business ownership and leadership in general, we're often being taught that our network and our net worth are directly linked and directly tied. And as we get to know people, as we interact and learn other people's skill sets and see how our ideas complement someone else's ideas, it's easy for new joint ventures to be imagined new programs to be created, and yes, business partnerships to develop. It's happening every day. People who are married and running businesses are probably really going to relate to today's topic because they know what it's like to combine two different points of view, to combine a personal relationship with professional responsibilities. And it does get messy sometimes, but it isn't impossible. So today's listener question, I just wanna dive in and then we can find each other on the other side. Heather, I've made a mess of things and I can't find my way out. I've been a real estate agent for almost 20 years and honestly, it's just getting old. The extensive hours, clients who expect me to be available at all times, having to work on weekends and in the evenings, I'm really, really good at what I do. I'm one of the leaders in the field, but I'm ready for a change. One of the ways I've become so successful is that I figured out how to use social media to sell houses before any other agents were taking such things seriously. My company's been so impressed with me that they've hired me as a consultant and have been flying me out all over the country to train other states and other districts. Now my hours are crazy and I have to travel. I had an idea last year that I could get paid directly by agents who were looking to raise their game in this. I started thinking I could teach this online and learn that people sell courses on such things. While I have been flying and doing these things, my best friend in both work and in life has been helping me with extra tasks. She's organized some of the logistics behind the trainings. She covers social media for me and a bunch of other things. She's really become invaluable. She's been huge in screening my email and messages before I have to deal with anything. She recently saw an email that I had sent to a business program that teaches online course creation and was all over it. She thinks it's an awesome idea. She said, this is so great. We should totally do this. Let's be partners. We can really build this thing. Heather, we, I don't want a partnership. I want something that's all mine. I want to be in a place where every dollar I earn is mine to do with as I like. However, when I look at the hours she's put in for me, the details she's taken care of, and her passion for this, I don't think she's off the mark in assuming that this would have been a we thing. She's fantastic at this, but I don't want a partner. 
I don't want to be accountable to anyone else. How do I navigate this conversation? She and I have been friends forever. We took the leap into real estate together and worked hard to orchestrate it so that we'd work in the same office. Our lives are so blended and so wonderful. Our husbands are best friends. Our kids are best friends when they aren't fighting like siblings can. I don't know what to do. I can't risk hurting her. I'd almost rather risk not doing it all than risk hurting her. Hoping you can help me find the words to navigate myself out. Yes. Okay. Deep breath, my friend. Deep breath. You have gone into full-fledged panic mode, worst-case scenario mode, and all of those things. You are not in a crisis. Your friendship is not in a crisis. So don't put yourself in a crisis. So the first thing I want you to do is slow the truck down. One of the things I used to do when I was a therapist, and it probably sounds super annoying on a podcast, but I'd go beep, beep, beep. And I would have my clients imagine that sound of a truck going in reverse and dialing it all back. We need to back this up because you went full on reactive mode. So the first thing I want you to do is just take a breath. The next thing I want you to do is recognize that this is an incredibly good problem to have. Look at you go. Look at what you've created for yourself. It's ridiculous. Like you became a successful real estate agent. You've been doing it for 20 years. You got ahead of the curve with social media management and you've learned how to build your business and increase your growth and your sales. You have this amazing friendship and she is sort of, sort of partnered up with you and really taken to what you're doing and the two of you work really well together. There is so much good in your letter and in your story, but you were only going to see that, my friend, if you just stop and take a breath and just allow yourself to enjoy it. Because the world is not ending, your friendship is not breaking up, you are not heading for crisis or disaster, I promise you. I want you to look at this with new eyes because I relate a little bit to your friend. <laughs> My husband probably would relate a little bit to you. She saw an email, saw that you had an idea and got stupid excited super fast and was like, oh my God, this would be awesome. Let's totally do this. And you immediately went to worst case scenario. Oh my God, she wants to be partners. Oh my God, I'm going to have to tell her I don't want a partner. She's going to be so hurt. She's going to think I only see her as this. She's going to feel this. She's going to do that. How are we going to tell the husbands? How are we going to tell the kids? How do we untangle ourselves from this mess? You just went way down a rabbit hole that is completely unnecessary and full on panic mode. Anxiety took control and you started running shotgun. So we just need to slow this down. The only thing that's happened so far is your friend got impulsively excited and ran away with an idea. You were telling yourself a story that she's created this partnership immediately, that she's already decided for herself that you guys are totally doing this. It's totally happening. And you, and you just have to get on the train and go or else the train is going to leave without you. That's not what's happening. She hasn't built this partnership in her head, created the business strategy, decided the vision, and signed on the dotted line without having a further conversation with you. She just got excited by your really good idea. She saw its potential just like I do, and she ran away with it. 
So I think if you just dial it back a bit and you back the truck up just a notch or two, you are going to see that you're overreacting. And she very well may in fact want that 50-50 partnership. She may want to go all in but you don't know that yet. It sounds like she said it and you ran away from that particular conversation as fast as you possibly could in the opposite direction. So what I want you to do is before you talk to her and if she's, you know, saying like, if she's on you, right? Like if she's checking in and being like, oh my gosh, like I haven't heard anything about that course idea. Are you still thinking about it? Is it still on your mind? You can say, hey, listen, I just sent an info request. I don't particularly know what I was thinking about it. I got a little blown away by your enthusiasm and love of the idea. And it made me realize that I have to kind of slow myself down and figure out what I was thinking about. So let me think on it. And then you and I can catch up about it. There's a, a very matter of fact, easy breezy direct way that you can have that conversation that doesn't sort of tell her like warning, warning, danger, friendship about to go in crisis. Like that's not what this is. So I think you could just kind of be easy breezy matter of fact and delay that conversation until you're ready to have it. But you absolutely need to have this conversation. If it's this important to you and feels this critical to you and is consuming you on this level, then absolutely talk to her about it. But I think you need to arm yourself with a little self-awareness first. I think you you just kind of got on the, you know, the express train and ran into crisis mode. So let's slow this thing down. Let's get you back to where you were and what you were thinking when you started to have the idea and you reached out to this business program around course development. See for yourself what you were thinking. Sort of explore for yourself what you would wanted and what you would have liked to have seen happen and what your personal dream was. And then I would do a gut check with yourself. I'm going to assume for the sake of this conversation that you really do just in your bones know you don't want a partnership and that you knowing her instinctively know that in her bones she does, right? Like, let's just go. You, She may have been silly reactive, but that you might know and have the insight into her to know that as soon as she hears about this idea with any more detail, she's going to want in on it. That's the conversation I'm going to prepare you to have because you can dial it back and um, edit the conversation and change it to whatever wherever you land. But first, I'd like you to get clear on what you want this course to be, what you wanted this little side business to be, what you were hoping you were going to create for yourself because you need to have a specific vision for it for you to lean on when you talk to her. The next thing I'm wondering is, did you, you know, she, you talked about it in your letter that she's invaluable. She's been helping you so much. When you sent that inquiry out, had you considered at all that she might be involved in some way? Did you already have a predetermined picture of where she was? Or did you really think just all you all the time? Which is totally fine, by the way. There's nothing wrong with you thinking all you all the time. But just do a gut check. Because if you're feeling like you have to have a conversation with her because she's thinking partnership and you were thinking that she was going to be a member of your team, like a consultant or somebody you would hire as a freelancer, that's important to know for yourself too. 
the next thing I want to remind you here is something you're forgetting is that just like if you're imagining that she's totally in on this and she's imagining that partnership and she's signed on the dotted line, just like you know her that well instinctively, she probably knows you that well instinctively. She probably knows how you think and how you move through the world. And here's the thing with the problem you're laying out to me, my friend. You don't want a partnership because you don't want to be a partner. You want something that's completely yours. You want your own shingle. You want your own name, your own brand. You want every dime to be yours. You want to be in total control. I'm wondering if that would surprise her if you kind of put that out there. I'm wondering if maybe there's a part of this that she kind of already knows. Um, maybe she isn't going to be in shock and awe when she hears that you want something that's just yours. Because my guess is at some point in time, when the sales come in and you see that a percentage of the income you make goes to the company you contract with, and, you know, if it's like a Century 21 or, you know, one of those big real estate, Coldwell Bankers, one of those big real estate companies, like my guess is the two of you have talked about it, like can't wait until I can make money and have it be all mine. So she probably knows this about you or at the very least wouldn't be surprised to know it about you. So you're imagining devastating her, hurting her feelings and breaking her heart when it has the reason for not doing it has nothing to do with her. It's not like you're saying like, oh my God, I would never be partners with you. You're so disorganized. You don't get anything done. I would be chasing you all the time. You have no initiative. You have no creativity. You totally see her as somebody who's capable, helpful, and invaluable. You just want something that's just yours. I think you can communicate that without the world ending, without her being brokenhearted, because it hasn't been anything else other than her helping you along as you have figured out a way to train people nationally and also work your own personal clients. So my guess is you can go back and say, hey, listen, I had such a crazy reaction when you suddenly wanted to go all in on the business and suddenly become partners and really want this thing to take off. I, I just, I love you so much. I care about you so much. And I was so blown away by your enthusiasm, but it also caught me off guard because I have to be honest with you. And you probably, you know, have heard me talk about this before. You probably won't be surprised to know, but I was really looking forward to building and developing something that was all mine and to not having to share a dollar or a dime of income I make. I really, Really wanted my own thing. It doesn't mean that I don't love you. It doesn't mean that I don't think you would be great at this, but I'm not looking to do business partnership. It kind of feels like I do business partnership now because I bring in the clients, I sell the houses, and our company gets a percentage of that sale. I, I really just... I don't know what I'm going to be doing with this thing, but I want something that's just mine. Um, and it's not personal. And I certainly hope you understand. And I don't want to hurt your feelings. It would devastate me if I hurt your feelings. But um, I was really thinking of this just for me. And I hope you understand. Now, she may have all kinds of reactions. She may 
be a little miffed and a little taken aback. She may wonder how you've even conceived of being able to do this on your own without her help. Because if you, you know, as you say, she's invaluable, she probably knows she's invaluable. And so now she's looking at you being like, good luck doing this on your own without me. She can have all kinds of reactions, but you have taken the steps of really good communication. And a reaction isn't where people land all the time. You know, Sometimes it's just, just you know, their impulsive thought and feeling that comes with being told no when they were really hoping to hear yes. So I would be really careful that even if she's disappointed, even if her feelings are hurt, that she didn't think you could imagine doing something without her, that this is going to be a deal breaker or some sort of ending to the friendship. Because I think you can lead with love here. You can be crystal clear and totally transparent with her about, you know, that this is just about you. And you can tell her what you want her to think. You can make sure that if she has questions or she's making assumptions that you're asking her about it, but leading with love, telling her what you want her to think, letting her know and reminding her that that above all, your relationship is the most important thing to you, my guess is you've got this and things are going to be fine. Yes, she might be hurt. Yes, she might be disappointed. But I don't think you're like separating the kids and sitting down with the husbands. It's just, it's not that bad. You really can handle this hard conversation because my guess is in real estate, you have handled a lot of hard conversations. You have told people they didn't get the house. You've told people that somebody's pulled out from the offer. You have told people all kinds of bad news over the years. You know how to do this. You just don't want to have to. And that is different. It's okay to not want to, so long as you remind yourself that you have the skills and the abilities to do this in a way that feels honest and with an integrity for you. I, I know it's awkward. I know it's not easy, but it's not impossible. It's not the end of the world. And I totally think you've got this. Thanks so much for starting such an important conversation for the show today. I do think that this is something people are going to need to think about as they run their lives and run their businesses. How do we combine networking opportunities when we see businesses and business owners who share similar passions and similar skill sets, how do you combine in such a way that feels clean and where both people on both sides of the line feel in control and have a place in it? These are not going to be easy conversations. And the more that people network and get to know each other, the more they're going to learn how to have them. And I am proud to consider this show one of the places where we can learn that together and figure it all out. We might get messy at first, but I promise we'll clean it up in the end. Thanks so much for finding me with your question. If anybody listening to the show wants my two cents on your life or your business, I really invite you to do the same thing as this listener has done here today and post your questions to me, you can send them over at heather at choose to have it all.com. The best podcast episodes come from the best questions. So don't be afraid to put yourself out there and I will do my best to deliver. I also too want to put out a personal plea. If you're getting value from this show, if you like this show, I'm getting thousands and thousands of listens to the show, but I only have 26 reviews, only 26 people, only on iTunes. I, I, I don't have access to every podcast app, but 
If you have the time to please leave a review, to share the show, let people know about it, help other people find it. I'm getting at, my show is getting added to every podcast app that's out there in rapid succession. I can't possibly keep up with them all, but however people are listening, I really would love your help in having them find me. So if you could take the time to do that, it would really mean so much. It's such an easy way to give back to the show. Thanks so much for listening today. Thanks for having this conversation. And I really look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.